Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Bears coming with the blitz. Rodgers sees it, floats it down the middle. It is caught. Valdez Scantling going to go all the way. Touchdown, Green Bay. 72 yards. This is BetQL Daily from BetQL. Joe Ostrowski and Jared Smith sitting in for Joe Giglio on this Friday edition of BetQL Daily. We're here weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Follow the show on Twitter at BetQL Daily at BetQL uh, Daily. You are, uh, Jared, you are buying in on the Packers. We just heard an MVS yeah. touchdown highlight right there. Uh, you like him to win MVP, even though the number is down to 10 to 1. So we know what Devontae can do. We know what he can do. Uh, I don't know that he's going to repeat what he did a season ago, but they're they're bringing in Cobb, but they also drafted Omari Rogers for that slot spot. Slot spot. It's just it's just so fascinating how uh, Rogers is like. No, no, no. I know you drafted this guy with my last name, but uh, I want another guy to play slot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Randall Cobb. I mean, yeah, I'll be honest. He he brings such a different element to the table because of just how well he he meshes with Aaron Rodgers. So you probably can move him around a lot. I, I don't know what the actual formations and what the preferred uh, groupings will be. Uh, you know, because every year it does seem to change with these teams. Uh, especially now that there is going to be a bit of a new I, – I don't want to call it a new regime because it's not, but it does – I don't know. It feels like the Packers are a different team this year. It was like last year everything was just, is Aaron Rodgers going to come back and all this stuff and this and that, and now we have a little bit of closure. Like I'm pretty sure this is going to be his last year with the Packers. Like I think it's pretty safe to say that. Um, and it's kind of like a swan song kind of feel, whereas last year 
the uncertainty hung over the season so much, it was really hard to quantify it. Um, but, man, if Aaron Rodgers is healthy and, and he's happy, I, I don't think it matters who's in the slot. I think they're going to have a big season on offense. It is the last dance. But the story of today yeah. is Major League Baseball's trade deadline. We're five-plus hours away from the deadline. We'll see some more big moves today. Guys like Chris Bryant, Craig Kimbrell, maybe Jose Barrios on the move as well. Let's bring in Michael Beller from The Athletic, at mbeller on Twitter, at mbeller. Uh, Michael, what I find most fascinating about today is just looking back at the last half decade. On one hand, you have the Dodgers. They make their big move yesterday dealing uh, with the Nationals, uh, the Red Sox and Astros. All three of them built it to the right, the right way, and they're still going for championships. And on the flip side, in the last five years, we've also seen the Cubs and Nationals win championships, and they're completely hitting the reset button. Yeah, it is pretty interesting, and it's hilarious that they're playing each other this weekend. It's the zombie series in in D.C. between those two teams. I mean, by the time they actually take the field tonight, Chris Bryant's going to be gone. Craig Kimbrell's going to be gone. We already know uh, the moves that both these teams have made leading up to the deadline with so many big names. It's crazy, and it's uh, obviously it's it's a model that these teams with a lot of money that all those teams you mentioned want to be able to follow, where they know they're not going to be – uh, winning the World Series every single year, and they know that sometimes they're going to have to send some guys out, but they should be able to retool a team on the fly rather than have to completely tear down and rebuild. And you've seen the teams you mentioned be able to do it. And meanwhile, the Cubs and Nationals getting de- together in D.C. and remains to be seen if they're going to be able to do that too. Michael, we have Jose Barrios actually scheduled to start tonight, which is unique. Um, I'm assuming that probably won't happen if, if all the rumors tend to be true on, on, on him getting dealt. Where do you see him going? What's the best fit? Do you like the fact that he's going to move move places, or do you think Minnesota should keep him? I think it's a I think it's a nice move for Minnesota to, to trade him now because you're going to have teams that missed out on Max Scherzer feeling really like they've got to go out and make a move. And so you look immediately to the Padres, the team that thought they had a deal in place for Max Scherzer, and maybe they make the move. I would say the one thing that would maybe guard against that is that, you know, Jose Barrios having the best year of his career, but no one's going to confuse him with Max Scherzer. So maybe the Padres aren't suddenly motivated to make a move, right? Maybe it was a situation where, oh, my God, we can get Max Scherzer. Let's go do it. And Jose Barrios doesn't move the needle in a way that would motivate them to go out and do that. But we know teams are going to be very needy leading up to the deadline and that he is by far, with Scherzer now settled in L.A., the best pitcher who's available for teams to uh, go out and get. So I would imagine with the, the trajectory we've seen from Jose Barrios, with the fact that the Twins maybe don't feel like they can reload quite so quickly, that he'll be gone. I, don't, I just don't see him still being there because I wouldn't be surprised if we look back on Jose Barrios' career five years from now and count 2021 as the best season of his career. Michael, how about these thumpers in the Bronx? Judge, Rizzo, Gallo, Sanchez, Torres in some order. 22 to 1, you can find the Yankees. We know uh, they're probably not going to get that American League East, but they can get the wild card. They're going for it. What do you think? Are they worth a shot at 22 to 1 to win the World Series? I mean, if they get in, right, they're going to be super dangerous. I just think that there's there's so much between them and that right now. And, like, you can't say that there hasn't been something wrong with that Yankees team this season. Like, they're not in this position by accident. Like, there's just been something off. I mean, they, they made these moves because they had to. 396 in team slugging percentage, 20th in the majors going into, I think that was yesterday. So this is a team that clearly has had some issues 
Uh, offensively, Gallo and Rizzo maybe can uh, help uh, rectify that, and certainly getting some guys just back healthy can help rectify that. Glaber Torres playing a little bit more like the guy we think he is can change that, but there's been something wrong with this team. I think 22-1 to 1 are fine odds. I think that there's uh, some value in chasing that because if this team does get in, then suddenly they look pretty dangerous, but I don't know, man. I feel like they're a team that just uh, has had a lot working against them for reasons that they've earned, and so I sort of sell the Yankees even after these couple of trades that they've made. There's a couple things there. I mean, twenty-two to one. What were they? Four to one preseason, five to one. So you know, you're getting a lot of value there defensively too. I mean, they've been brutal defensively as well. Uh, I think Gallo and Rizzo certainly helped that across town. You got Carrasco on the hill tonight for the first time. The Mets seem to be buyers, but. What are they buying is really the question here. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great question, too. And, like, I mean, you know, you, you see them linked to Chris Bryant for obvious reasons. Um, but I, I don't know if I buy it, especially when you look at what the Cubs have done in most recently the Anthony Rizzo deal and the fact that they didn't take any money, that they're that they're paying the bill for Anthony Rizzo. Like, that tells me, like, if Tampa wants to get in on Bryant, which is a rumored destination, they would be a team that would be more willing to uh, give up better prospects to save some money if the Giants perhaps want to get in. And I can see the Giants being the sort of team that would go after a Bryant Kimbrell package deal. They would be another team that would maybe be a little bit more interested in giving up better prospects to save themselves some money. Like I don't know if Steve Cohn's money does the Mets much favors in getting Chris Bryant because I think the Cubs have shown that you know what they're actually willing to spend some money to improve the prospect return. And so if they don't get Bryant, I don't really know where they go from here. I mean, I, I suppose you could throw them into the Barrios uh, sweepstakes and say that just, you know, a rising tide will lift all the ships regardless of where they get it. But, you know, maybe they go out and try to make a splash for Kimbrell. Maybe they try to separate Brian and Kimbrell and go after the pitcher and not necessarily the hitter because I, I still feel like there's so much untapped potential in that lineup. And you, you get J.D. Davis back healthy. Like, it, it just feels to me like the offense is less of a need for that team than maybe improving some of the other positions, the, the pitching and the bullpen could be for them. So I, I don't know. I don't think Bryant is the guy who goes there. I think Bryant ends up with Tampa or San Francisco. With the athletics, Michael Beller, this is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski and Jared Smith sitting in for Joe Giglio today. Let's stay in the NL East. All year long, I've been waiting. Is there going to be another team that makes a move on the Mets? When's it going to happen? Well, we know the Nationals are selling as they should, Marlins too far back much of the year. I've been wasting my breath talking about the Braves and they had the brutal injury. So that's not going to happen. You're not hearing anything about the Braves making a move and the Phillies are three and a half games back Atlanta, four games back. Is it just going to be the Mets because the Phillies and Braves are just not going to have enough horses to, uh, to catch them. I kind of think so. And again, I think there's a lot of untapped potential with that Mets team. And so I really think it's going to be kind of one of those, you know, meh, boring sort of 87-win division uh, championship teams because those teams just can't push them. I mean, the Braves can't do it without Ronald Acuna. Uh, the Phillies seem to be, like, sort of uninterested in doing it, right? Like, they're, they're kind of, like, there by accident, just, uh, just three and a half back from the Mets. And so it feels like they could buy and push the Mets, but we really haven't heard them trying to do much of anything. I mean, they've tried to get Tyler Anderson from Pittsburgh, and that's really the only rumor that we've heard them involved with. I mean, maybe they – there always seems to be a surprise team at the deadline. Maybe they swoop in and make a burrito steal. If they were interested in Tyler Anderson, maybe they are interested in adding some pitching. So maybe they swoop in and do it. But with what – the Mets are going to do something today. They have the best team on paper. They have the you know lead in hand, and they're, they just should – 
be better. That offense should be better than it's been to this point of the season. And so I do think that even though we look for the angles, it just feels sort of like a sleepwalk to the finish in the NL East with the Mets winning this thing almost by default. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Michael, the National League Central is not a division that we've talked about at all today and probably not a division that we talk about a lot, period, because it just seems like the Brewers are going to be that team. The question is, do they have enough, do you think, to get to the World Series. I like the rotation. The offense scares me. You're getting them at a good price, and the reason why the price is good at 12-1, to 1, you know they're going to be the division winner. They're not going to have to play in the wild card game. Uh, is there any smoke to the Brewers coming from, I don't want to say off the beaten path, but nobody really gave this team a chance to win the World Series before the season started, and they are absolutely in the mix right now. I love the Brewers, and I love that Eduardo Escobar trade. It's not going to get the uh, the headlines that, yeah. especially because it was swamped by Starling Marte going to Oakland the same day, Joey Gallo going to the Yankees, and now all these things that have happened beyond it and everything that we've got happening today. But that was they upgraded two positions with that one player because you know now you can you can play him at first. You've got now you've got a, basically a three man platoon of him, Luis Arias, and Roddy Telez between first and third, and, and that is a much better first and third situation than they've had for the entire season. The Telez deal was a really nice one for them too. That obviously totally got. Uh, overlooked uh, you know, earlier this month. But now you have those guys fitting in and, and I think really improving the offense, improving them defensively as well. They've been having some issues over there at first. And, and so I really like this team. And I think that they could be another team that maybe lurks and makes another fringe move. But when you're going to go into the playoffs, being able to throw Woodruff Burns Peralta and that bullpen behind it, I mean, they are going to be looking really, really dangerous. And then as we, we know, as you're saying, right, they're going to win the division. Like, they're going to be able to set things up. They're going to be able to totally set the playoff rotation, get some guys some breathers in September in a way that maybe those West teams won't. And maybe they'll be going in feeling a little stronger, a little bit more rested than some of those West Division teams that they could be facing right there in the first round. So I, I really think that the uh, that the Brewers are a, a very dangerous team and one that I like as a World Series pick at 12-1. I think that this is a team that really is on the rise at the right point of the season. Michael, as a fellow Cubs fan, I'm wondering how you're doing because it, it's weird. I, I've got the, these mix of emotions. While I can be enraged because I can't stand Tom Ricketts and he decided to just give away you Darvish before the season started and, and they're extremely cheap and the offense has been broken for years. We thought when they won the championship in 2016, like most fan bases, windows wide open, all this, this young core, they're going to be here forever. They're going to win more than one championship. 
And, and they waited too long. The offense has been broken for years, but they didn't want to move any pieces. Theo didn't want to make that move, so he quit. He's like, Jed, you handle this mess because I know you're going to have to break it up when we get to this uh, trade deadline. Now, on one hand, I'm frustrated with that. But I also applaud the Cubs. I applaud them for actually making the big move. If you asked me a week ago, I didn't think they were going to trade Anthony Rizzo, and no way did I believe that he was going to be the first big move. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I thought for sure that Rizzo was just going to sort of go down with the ship this season and sign elsewhere next year. I I was shocked when that trade got announced yesterday. I really did not see that coming. Obviously, it's frustrating for all the reasons that you said. This felt like a team that was uh, going to win more than one World Series, but Given where the, we could, you know, re relitigate uh, everything that's happened, really between the end of the 2017 season and the end of the 2019 season, as really the loss to time for mm-hmm. the Cubs and a time that felt like they should have been a, a little bit better, a little bit more competitive. Uh, but really, if you just look at where they are now, I, I, I think you do have to applaud them. Um, you know, I'm not going to put myself up as a prospect expert, but all the returns that they've been getting, the return they got for Jack Peterson looks very good. The return they got for Anthony Rizzo looks good. And as I referenced earlier, the fact that uh, they were willing to uh, you know, take on the financial cost of paying Rizzo to improve the prospect return I, you, you sort of have to just take that as it is and, and be confident that they're going to handle things over these next what, six hours or so uh, relatively well and uh, and be really trying to put the team in a position where they're getting the best return and not necessarily trying to save a buck for the ownership. And so at least you can take some solace in that, as sad as it is to see the core of this last decade ripped down before our eyes. Uh, Michael, just have about a minute left. Anything you like on today's card? On today's MLB card specifically, yeah. yes. Um, yeah, you know what? Let, let's just let's just turn right into the skid and just say that uh, we're going under in that uh, Nationals Cubs series, uh, <laughs> game because I mean, is anyone interested in yeah. being at that game? Like, let's just let's just let's just turn right into that and say that game goes under. I'll tell you, I, I will not be watching, but maybe I'll place an under bet and I'll be checking it on my phone. <laughs> Michael Beller from The Athletic, at M. Beller on Twitter. Always appreciate the time, Michael. We'll talk again soon as uh, we get closer to football, and maybe you'll have uh, some, some bets for us or some guys that we need to add to our fantasy teams. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Steelers to come in last in the AFC North. There's the first future of the season. <laughs> oh! I am 100% oh! agreement there. Yes, fade the Steelers all day. There's Michael Beller coming up next on BetQL Daily. We're going to play nickel or dime. Jared hasn't been able to do this. Uh, This is going to be fun. We have some good topics to go over here. Uh, That is next. Joe Ostrowski, Jared Smith in for Joe Giglio on BetQL Daily from BetQL. 